You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Welcome to Tenny Part, where we talk about video games, social media, and tech-related topics so that you can learn the insight and our thoughts about the current development of IT scene. Joining with me is Naf and our producer, Kat. Thank you so much for having me, buddy. Hello, everyone. And my name is Zero Aiden, and um, today we talk about the content resolution. Yes, we have so many different types of resolutions on screens available here in Malaysia, and people don't actually know the difference between them. Most of the time, whenever you're viewing anything on a display, there's a high chance it's either going to be a HD display, which means it's running at 720 pixels, 720p, mm-hmm. or a full HD display, which is running at 1080p. Mm-hmm. However, we do actually have a step up from that these days. It's known as Quad HD, where it's running at 1440p or 2K resolution. And then we also have 4K. Now, 4K is actually the main point of today's discussion. Mm-hmm. Like, I think for the most part, some families have adopted like 4K TVs in their living room. Mm-hmm. But It's called future-proof. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. future-proof their living rooms by adopting 4K TVs. They run it on like 1080p for the most part because uh, all the content that they view on YouTube, Netflix, etc, etc. Loading 4K is a challenge in our local Malaysian internet environment here. Actually, what internet speed do you need for like good 4K? You would actually need somewhere in the vicinity of what, 500 megabits per second? Yeah, oh, somewhere that's actually that. so yeah, high. You can go down to at least 20 megabits per second. It kind of depends on what kind of platform that you're using. For example, YouTube are a little bit forgiving. Netflix, however, it pushes a much more data and it requires much more internet connection speed in order for you to actually stream a certain platforms. Actually, is that why Netflix caps the resolution on Chrome? Netflix caps the resolution on Chrome? Yeah, apparently to get... I don't know, 2K or 4K, to get the highest resolution, you would actually have to watch through Internet Explorer. I've been watching through Chrome my entire life. thought I was paying for 4K resolution all the time, but yeah. apparently not. So if it actually caps into 1080p, then that's going to be a little bit of problems for Netflix because people do want to watch higher resolution. Given that NAF didn't even realise, perhaps it doesn't really make that big of a difference. Yeah, exactly. One thing that I don't really understand is that a couple of years back, so actually produce a phone that capable of outputting 4K displays. And 4K is not really a thing at the time. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I'm rocking the flagship iPhone 12 right now and it still sports a 1080p display. They're not planning to push it higher than that. The more pixels you have to drive on your phone's screen, the more power it's going to consume. Mm. And uh, iPhones, for as high-end as they are, don't really have the best batteries. Therefore, they're not going to use like the best, most cutting-edge displays out there right now. Right. Whereas on Sony's side, they genuinely packed a massive battery with that phone when it came out. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will admit, watching some things on that phone felt really nice. It was a very, very immersive experience for watching something on a phone. However, it's still a little bit overkill, don't you agree? It's ahead of time, to be honest, because at the time, red camera isn't a thing. It's actually a camera that is capable of recording 8K footage as well as 4K footage, like Blackmagic as well. So when it comes to like that kind of content, why people want 4K? Why would content creators want 4K? Really, really well-planned marketing. I think perhaps it's just this idea of I want to have the best thing. It's that element of kiasu, scared to lose. I think everyone just want to be like, oh, you see, I have this cutting-edge 4K. In fact, a few years ago, I went to my dad's friend's place and Mm -hmm. he was boasting to us, look at me, I've got this TV that has higher than normal resolution TV. I personally don't know what the resolution of that TV was, but he 
turned on Lords of the Ring. And for some reason, it was so crisp and clear that it kind of broke immersion into the movie. Felt perhaps, too real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, perhaps we are so used to cinema quality being kind of slightly grainy mm-hmm. that it doesn't have that movie feel anymore. Mm-hmm. So it kind of depends on what kind of content you're looking for. For example, that we can talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah, um, so like some of these really high-end TVs, you mentioned HDR just now, mm-hmm. right? HDR stands for High Dynamic Range, which means the actual individual colour of the LED in your TV has a very, very high range of how bright it can go as well as how dark it can go, right? Mm-hmm. And some of these TVs have brilliant technology that can actually be used in certain situations. To anybody who was watching Season 7 of Game of Thrones, you know which scene I'm talking about. It is the White Walkers versus the Starks. It was pitch black. Until Drogon spat fire out of his mouth, I was looking at a black screen for the most part. <laughs> now, it had my TV had had HDR... I would have actually been able to see what was going on in that fight and not just wait for Drogon's fire to see a bunch of people getting beheaded. (laughs) Didn't the representative, I don't remember, was it the producer or the director was like, oh, it's not a problem with how we film the scene. It's really the problem of your screen. Oh yeah, I remember that. I saw that tweet on Twitter. They openly came out saying like, oh no, it's not our filming technology. It's your TVs that you guys are watching it on. Newsflash, 99% of people couldn't see anything in that scene. It was only the like upper 0.1% of people who had eight HDR TVs that were actually able to view what the heck was going on in that scene. Mm. So really people should have just future-proofed for that one Game of Thrones scene. No, that one Game of Thrones scene should have actually thought about its viewers. Now we are into that topic. What kind of costs for our average consumers want to get into 4K? So for the most part, thanks to the new rendition of 8K TVs that have come out, 4K Mm. TVs have actually become very, very affordable right now. There is a Chinese company known as Skyworth and they produce some of the best 4K TVs you can find a Skyward TV of 58 inches wide in 4K available for as cheap as 1,800 ringgit now Mm -hmm. that might not be cheap for some people but in retrospect when TVs like this came out the cheapest 4K TV you could get from Sony was close to 6 or 7,000 ringgit and let's not even mention Samsung Samsung is on a different level when it comes to actually producing TVs their 8K TV now retails for as much as what 50,000 US dollars yeah it depends on the current technology they're using for was it uh, QLED if I'm not mistaken yeah, it is the quantum LED TVs. Yeah, what actually. is the QLED? So when it comes to like quantum and organic, the way how they signal between each of the pixels are a little bit different and they can squish much more tiny LEDs in one areas um, compared to OLED, for example. So quantum LED uh, will give you much more crisper and much more sharper images. So if people are looking to get a TV, right? What are the considerations that they should put in? What specs should they look at? So like the first things first, like what do you realistically watch? Like uh, Mm. if you're the Netflix Andy That is only ever turning on your TV for Netflix There's a very high chance that your TV that you're using right now May actually be bottlenecked by the internet supply And it's not even going to be able to load 4K content in the first place So Mm -hmm. going out and investing money in a really expensive 4K TV Just for Netflix that's not even going to load Is probably not the right play for you You could definitely get away with like a 1080p TV even You don't even need a 2K or a Quad HD display I'm going to go on the devil's advocate here With the release of PlayStation 5 as well as um, Xbox One X you can get a 4K TV to actually enjoy the superior quality of the gameplay because the PlayStation 5 as well as Xbox One X actually advertising as the 4K gaming console actually if it's a matter of internet speeds it's not like 
Malaysia is only stuck with slower internet speeds now. Recently, they have given like 500 Mbps, 1 Gbps. So it's really depends on what your internet subscription is. If your internet subscription is only 100, you can always upgrade to mm-hmm. higher speeds. So I guess buying like a 4K might be more future-proofing. This is like akin to the rich man buying leather shoes <laughs> and the shoes last longer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it comes to like future-proofing yourself, at the end of the day, does the content you consume actually worth it? In fact, there are certain channels does produce 4K content. For example, MKBHD, um, he produced a lot of like 4K contents. Line set tips occasionally produce 4K content, but for the most part, it's only 1080p. They are actually very interesting people to bring up because they film everything in 8K because they actually adopted some of the black magic cameras that you were talking mm-hmm. about. However, they actually downscale it when they upload it to the internet because they know most people watch on a 1080p display. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference if you film on higher resolution and then compress it down? Here's differences. So for example, if you want to compress 8K to 4K, right? So that is like 4 pixel to 1. Um, regardless of the compression itself, when it comes to like having the 8K cameras or 4K cameras and then downscale it to 1080p, it kind of allows the editor to actually edit different kinds of shots without losing much more detail. For example, if you want to edit with a visual effect, you need much more data, you need much more pixel in order for the software to actually track each and individual places to actually track and basically place your visual effects, for example. Other than that, the benefits of recording using 4K is that when there is a certain shot like really far away, you can actually like zoom in to 1080p without any kinds of loss penalty. So that's the reason why content creators actually use 4K cameras as well as 8K. But 8K is not really wide adopted because it's really new. So like I've had the brilliant opportunity to actually use one of these brand new Samsung QLED 8K TVs. Like I don't own one but I've gotten the chance to use it before. Mm. And I can't tell the difference. When it comes to like resolution, it depends on what size the TV that you brought and the resolution and the viewing distances. Like what is the viewing distances between you and the TV that you couldn't even make out the individual pixel. Um, So are you saying we should sit really close to the TV? No. It kind of depends on whether the whole screen actually fills up your field of view. Let's face it, there is not a lot of 4K contents. Aside from gaming, actually. Yeah, so you can game in 4K quite reliably. Like most games actually do come natively in 4K these days Mm -hmm. and they're then downscaled to whatever monitor that you're using. Mm -hmm. Just talk about like the recent release of Cyberpunk, for example. The game was natively made in 4K resolution and Mm. then it proceeds to then downscale itself based on whatever monitor the player is currently using and if you were to put Cyberpunk onto a 4K TV for example now that's a brilliant experience that's very nice you get to leverage things like Dolby Atmos Mm -hmm. in terms of sound as well as HDR in terms of the true blacks of the uh, background now let's actually speak about 8K specifically 8K -hmm. gaming because 4K gaming is a thing we know it is the PlayStation 5 markets 4K gaming the Xbox also markets 4K gaming Right now 8K gaming is something that people don't really bring up and That's for a really specific reason. 8K is entirely possible. There are TVs out there that all run in 8K and there are going to be more and more of these as the year progresses. Mm -hmm. However, with the recent launch of the RTX 3090 from NVIDIA, we've gotten the best engine we've ever had to actually run a 8K TV. And it runs like a potato. Cyberpunk on a 3090 running at 8K gives you about 20 to at best 25 FPS. Mm -hmm. That pretty much feels like I'm playing on like a handheld console from 2005. That's true. Mm -hmm. Technology is kind of 
bottleneck at the individual connector between, let's say, the graphics card and the TV itself. There's a HDMI or a display cable running. The display cable has some levels of compression which uh, you can feel free to enlighten us all about. Yeah. But what I'm here to say is there are actually a bunch of limitations to that. For a brief summary, graphics card relies on your motherboard's PCI generations. Right now, uh, most of Intel boards use PCIe Gen 3 which consume a lot of like connections between the GPU and the CPU. There's also the display itself where it basically can allow us to detect what kind of like the renders between the graphics card and the display output as well as the HDMI version. But HDMI 2.1 is basically allows you to stream 4K content to your monitor at 60 frames. And that's like the latest rendition of HDMI, right? Mm-hmm. 2.1 and it's still being built for 4K. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't even began adding support for 8K yet. Forget about movies and videos being made in 8K. We don't even have the necessary connectors to actually use 8K. Yeah. So games have actually broached the 4K barrier but how about movies? Movies, not yet. I believe House of Cards is actually produced on 4K. So it was yeah. one of, actually one of the first few movies, mainstream movies to actually break that barrier. Mm-hmm. They filmed everything in 4K despite the fact that it was only going to be displayed at like whatever resolution that most cinemas use at 30 frames per second if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. the cinematic frame per second mm-hmm. and for the most part yeah Netflix originals are produced in 4K resolution my Netflix at home is probably still capped at 1080p because I'm using it in Chrome <laughs> but uh, you can leverage 4K content 4K content ain't half bad it's nice it's very immersive although you may not be able to physically see a difference sometimes okay so from what I've gathered today 4K content is really like nice for the animated experience maybe even like nature documentaries 4K would really shine yeah for sure for sure games documentaries anything that is natively either created in 4K or filmed in 4K content like that is what a 4K display should be used for yeah movies and all you don't really get to leverage it to its fullest sometimes the power of the uh, panel that you're buying because of how the movie was filmed that's true when it comes to like display what is the high highest resolution that you guys actually rocking in you guys house I have a potato of a monitor I have a 1080p monitor at 144 fps mm. 144 hertz what about you Kat? I think mine is 1080p I'm currently renting so the TV is actually provided by the landlord so ah. I'm not too particular but maybe when I get my own place I might just get 4K because it's relatively affordable and it might last just a few more years Mm -hmm. in terms of the technology. Mm -hmm. So I think that moving forward in the future, once the technology advances, all the costs for 4K TV as well as camera are affordable enough for everyone to actually get it and actually produce content and consume content at the same time. But I can see the future and I can see the potential of 4K consumption in the near future because people generally want to have nice things. Yeah, and I think in terms of technology pushes it's kind of what maybe like the professionals push forward and then eventually we get used to that level of consumption and that level of quality if most gaming developers produce 4k games or mm-hmm. if most movie makers make 4k movies eventually we're gonna get used to seeing things in that yeah resolution. it's gonna become like the norm for the most part mm-hmm. so what do you guys think listeners do you think that 4k content is actually going to spike up moving forward uh, I hope that you guys get a little bit of insight and this is Zero Aiden and I am I'm Navs Games. You can find me on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, as well as Instagram. And I am uh, Zero Aiden. There will be twitch.tv slash zero underscore Aiden. And as always, I'll see you guys next time. Till then, toodaloo!